Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. There's been a big cultural shift in recognising representation um, just in like the last, you know, less than 10 years. Um, and it's a really good time to kind of bring it to the forefront. Because we've always been here, um, we just haven't celebrated it or um, we haven't kind of talked about the challenges that we've had uh, and that's becoming more of the forefront. Um, yeah, I'm glad it's here. I'm glad it's um, finally here. Swap Gomez talking about a new fund that's been announced by New Zealand On Air, the new music Pan-Asian fund. Kia ora, I'm Kadambri and this is Voices. Swap Gomez is part of Yokozuna, an Auckland-based band, and on today's episode, I'm chatting to him and other Asian arts practitioners who've been involved in some ways for a while now to help get this focused fund in place. Uh, we're instrumental band however we collaborate with um, various artists uh, across both Aotearoa but also like overseas artists as well um, uh, rappers such as Tom Scott or Mellow Downs uh, to singers like Bailey Wiley, P. Diggs, uh, Lawton Corner um, there's just a big list of people that we've been able fortunate enough to work with so we kind of exist as a band that um, dabbles in both instrumental music and also writing songs with other people but we don't actually have a front person per se so it's a unique setup and we've got three Asians in the band um myself JY Lee who's South Korean and um Kenji Uemitsu Holdaway who's Japanese what we have been you know privileged to do is, is actually play in amongst the wider industry and not just have to stick to our sort of community bubbles and that's becoming more common now like um when I was first starting up I've been doing this for about almost 20 years now um and when i first started i was definitely the only bangladeshi uh musician slash um creative in a lot of the context that i was in um but i was doing i was doing all sorts of stuff but in, in the western context definitely the only one of my only one of where i come from um now that's slowly starting to change um and from a musical standpoint we get to not only focus our you know our creative outputs into a western context but we can also go back to the aspects of our own countries um, and our own sort of traditions and things like that and bring that to the forefront um, into the western context as well. SWAP was part of the core consulting group that New Zealand On Air involved in the development of this fund. One of the things that often comes up with focused funding is that does the content really need to have an obvious cultural angle of the community? But I like the idea that this fund is broad in terms of you can have artists that solely focus on writing 
Western style music. However, the, the fund also caters for um, artists that are not exactly writing Western music. So that's one thing that I brought up um, in the past as well, is that I'd love to see some community groups actually apply for this fund and have a, a really good chance of getting selected based on the style of music that they're doing, which is, which is, you know, could be, could, could be very traditional and um, in, a, in, a, in a foreign language as well. Um, and it doesn't, doesn't have to be necessarily Western, which I find really cool. So I like the way that the umbrella is set for this, but like, yeah, I mean, we will, we will more than likely probably go for it. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the other part of it. So we'll probably go for all the funds we can um, and see which one, you know, accepts. So yeah, I just don't want uh, that feeling of like, you know, we're only applying it for it because we're Asian. Um, yeah. I kind of, that that's that's I kind of feel that with um with a lot of uh grants that are you know categorized in that way. So it's all they're all main grants. Um but yeah, we just more than likely we'll probably go for it, but we'll probably go for the other ones as well. My stance on on funding has always been that um you don't you don't want to feel like you are applying for a grant on the side that isn't that main um, the mainstream, uh, grant, um, because we've got the main grant, um, quite a number of times. And it was, it was, we we're so lucky to, to, to get that, but we never thought about ourselves as being like the minority in the, in the, in the stream or anything like that. Um, I just hope artists don't feel like they're second best to the main fund, given this fund exists. It's just another, I just treat it like another main fund. <laughs> like that's pretty much it. Well, it's an important one nonetheless at $10,000 to help an artist put out and promote a new release. New Zealand On Air's music diversity report shows that Asians are underrepresented in the music industry here and focus funding has been a long time coming. Teresa Patterson is head of music at New Zealand On Air. Well, the music diversity report does feed, you know, like, well, does give us a lot of information um, around what, who we're funding, um, and it's all self-identified information. Um, and, you know, as it is with our um, limited budget at um, NZ On Air, whenever we do get additional putia, we, you know, try and serve these underserved audiences. And, um and yeah, new the, the Pan Asian audience is definitely an audience in the music side that we haven't um, addressed as of yet. So um, we're saying that the new Pan Asian funding is available to all musicians in Aotearoa who self-identify as Pan Asian. And Pan Asian, as defined by the United Nations, covers all of Asia as well as the Middle East. And so we have a list of fifty countries on our definition of what Pan Asian means. I'm just really excited to see what applications we are going to get. So we're going to really try and reach far and wide to let as much of the community know that this is available because it's it's not, it's genreless. You can be playing any, you know, your, your um, music can be any kind of genre, whether it's pop or hip hop or, um, you know, like we will welcome traditional. So yeah, I'm just really excited to see what we're going to um, receive. Clarissa Chai has been championing this cause for a while. 
She's a Malaysian-born vocalist and started a platform called Asians in Music and Sandbox, which is all about fully funding Pan-Asian artists to get their new music across the finish line. Creating a, a space where there's, you know, there's lots of Asian artists who can make a career of it and uh, doing creative musical things in New Zealand and so you know that that's actually a sustainable thing and this isn't just a space for only certain types of people I think that's really the 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 core of it we've we found we found that um a lot of people who, who were new weren't well, obviously, they're not familiar with, um, you know, how funding works and everything. And there's always this, um, I guess, preconception that, you know, and I, I found this with myself as well, that like, oh, I'm not not going to, it's not for me or it's not, I'm not going to get it anyway. I guess it's a lack of confidence because with the Pan-Asian Fund, um, it's because it's targeted. I think that it would be really, it would be something that we would see and be, oh, I, I can actually apply for this. Also part of the core consulting group was Yiyang Lee or Square, who's been in the game of championing Asian arts representation in New Zealand for well over a decade now with the Arisa Foundation for Asian Performing Arts and most recently the Facebook platform, Where Are the Asians At? Square, what are you hoping will come out of this, the first round? I mean, it's a pretty exciting, um, a highly contested fund, I would imagine. So what are you hoping will come out of this? A diversity of new voices, um, younger voices. I know through our work with Where the Asians at that there is a whole subculture of Pan-Asian music activity that is not nowhere close to being captured within our mainstream or within the conventional networks and sectors um, that we operate in. Uh, and when I say we, I mean me, you know, um, even I am still discovering on almost a daily, weekly basis, new voices within our sector. You know, there's a, for example, um, this this has just passed. Um, last Saturday at Faux Arts Festival, there was a rapper, Chinese rapper, who raps in five languages and he was performing there. Um, he doesn't really have a market in New Zealand, but his music's on radio play in Guangzhou, uh, Hong Kong, Shenzhen. Um, you know, the, the bro raps in five languages, including South Korean and Japanese. Um, crazy. Um, but nobody knows who he is. <laughs> that is exactly right. And the thing is, and one of the things I've challenged New Zealand on air a little bit about is you know, their mandate, of course, is to support broadcast within the New Zealand context, and rightly so. But some of our Pan-Asian artists may not necessarily have a, a desire to reach out to a New Zealand market. Their markets could be in Asia. Their markets could be somewhere else. Um, and if so, then is there, are they naturally at a disadvantage? The goal might be to get to a point where you're being funded not because you're Asian or because you're writing some Asian content. But in order to get to that point, you know, interventions like this focus round is necessary because it's not about inequalities, but it is about inequities. It is the fact that we are 
to begin with already, you know, behind the eight ball in terms of, I don't know, access to all sorts of different things, I suppose. And the, I suppose the idea of this targeted funding round is to hopefully provide a one-time boost um, to our practitioners um, where they may not necessarily have to be competing with everyone else, you know. Um, and then from there, hopefully there'll be ripple effects going forward. The new Music Pan-Asian Fund opens on the 5th of May and closes on the 25th. That's Voices with me, Kadambri Ragukumar. Big thanks to Yokozuna for the music in this episode. Today's episode was mixed by Blair Stagpool. You can find Voices on all your favorite podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, and everywhere else. You can also find us on the RNZ website. Thanks for listening. I'm Kadambri. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.